In 2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 6D ATR2 and ATR2U are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 6dhelmets.com for more info. Hey everybody, this is Michael Antonovich bringing you this week's episode of the 60 Helmets Kickstart Podcast on Swap Moto Live. Joining me today is Don Maeda, the big boss, and Chase Curtis. So we're going to talk about Anaheim 2, an eventful weekend. Yeah. Everybody's talked about it since, <laughs> I think, 7 o'clock Saturday night, mm-hmm. and everybody's got an opinion. Um, so, Are, we, right are we leading off? With Dude. the big controversy you that have everybody's to. so you mad to. about? You have yeah. to because you got to get it over with because they've got to know it over with. Yeah. You know what the worst part about the Ferrandis-Craig collision is that, so, you know, I, I switched to the Sony camera this year, and uh, I bought a flash because I enjoy the low, low shutter speed flash photography that has the background all blurred out. Yeah. And the Sony flash does not work the same with the Sony camera as a Canon package, right? Okay. And I'm like tr- trying to figure out how to make it work right. And I figured out that you have to just up the power of the flash like p- plus two. But I'm screwing with the flash and that shit goes down literally no. 15, in front of, 15 feet in front of me while I'm messing with the flash. So I didn't get the impact, but I saw it happen. And I shot a photo of Dylan getting on his bike or got on his bike racing back by christian while christian's oh, still the pan shot tumbling the tent <laughs> yeah. i shot that with the camera at my waist <laughs> oh you did yeah i wasn't even aiming i was just like oh my god what's going on wow but uh man you know what i'd say on tv the collision looked way more spectacular it was gnarly from the corner of my eye mm-hmm. but on tv when you see the different angles Dude. of it and everything but, even the head-on shot where friend is like just Tucked already in. flat before oh, yeah. he hits yeah. On the like, side oh. knob. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Intentional, dirty hmm. racing incident. Which was it? Racing incident that was magnified like way out of proportion by all of the circumstances that went with it. Yeah. Right. Like in every way, shape, and form. Now, if it was switched. Not Chris- a big deal. Christian did that to Dylan. Not w- a big deal. Would the internet heroes be as mad? I don't think so. No. no. I think it's the whole French thing, right? There would yeah. be LeBig just like screaming and nobody <laughs> listening to LeBig, like poor LeBig. <laughs> and then everybody in their world, but on our side, you wouldn't hear anything. Yeah. And then honestly, if the French people like did say something like that, they would get smacked around in the comment section pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but I, like what you and I had talked about earlier, like Christian's bike not being able to finish, that makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. And know? then I think another thing like, me watching it on TV, yes, we saw a friend is closing and closer. But I think it just caught everyone off guard when you see Ferrandis just dive to the inside right away. I was expecting maybe the next lap for him to pass him. Mm-hmm. But I think how fast he went for the pass just kind of caught a lot of people off guard too. Yeah. If you watch the lap before that, uh-huh. so the lap before the TV cuts on to Dylan and he's like chasing Christian. Right. From home plate – the lap before the crash all the way through to the finish line, he's reeling him in through there. So mm-hmm. he closes a lot of ground through that area, and mm-hmm. that's un- 
it's kind of surprising to see Christian struggle in the whoops and have somebody be yeah. faster than him. Yeah. So Dylan makes up all that ground, and then when he's coming in on the like right before the crash happens, he closes way more than I think he expected to. Mm. Was Christian so, taking that outside line mm-hmm. every lap? Okay. In the turn after the, the finish. Turn after the finish. finish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot weird. of guys there, there was a okay. there was a hook at the end with like kind of a jump. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Like uh, like before the race started, I was looking at. It, I was like, man. If you went through the outside railing that hit that, you like get bucked over the bars or something. Do you remember when Alex Martin jumped into the uh, to the mechanics area? Mm. That could happen, you know, because that tough block was there too. So like you make one mistake and you just boom right into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, it was aggressive. I think he was trying to get up towards the front quick because mm-hmm. Jet was getting away, and yeah, I think Dylan came from a little ways back too. He made a yeah. lot of lot of passes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't think it was a takeout move. Uh, there's no way he did that on purpose as a takeout. I think he was being aggressive, mm-hmm. and it was. I think maybe he didn't think Christian was going to come in like that, and uh, you know, I mean, I, it's funny because someone on my Instagram asked me to comment, and I'm like, dude, I can't. I'm way too biased because you know, Christian, Christian, and I are good friends. So, you know, I was super bummed for him, but at the same time, like, I was really bummed how gnarly people got on Instagram instantly. Com- commenting yeah. you know on dylan's instagram star racings dylan's wife's you know even ours and stuff mm-hmm. you know and uh people are way too aggro you know it's like the 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 <laughs> being anonymous or you know without a face on instagram everyone's tough yeah you know even yeah. even uh you know i was surprised at cole seeley you know he wrote kook of the day on it you know just like that was a kook move mm-hmm. dude people started hammering him yeah you know, for, for saying he's a kook, but I mean, that was both ways, right? You know, mm-hmm. like people in defense of Dylan are hammering on Cole. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's one of those things, as Paige put it out there yesterday, like, if it doesn't really apply to you, there's really no point in like living and dying by it. Right. It's not going to impact your life. Like the fact that we're talking about it, yeah, we have to because it's our job, but it's not going to change how our stuff goes. No. Like we got a yeah. shit ton of page views for it and that yeah. was great. Yeah. But like whatever you don't have to go attack somebody because it's not going to matter to you i had lunch yesterday like going over to the supercross futures and brad from star racing and drew their suspension guy and we're like we're just talking and we really didn't like bring it up because i didn't want to just like poke the bear and just immediately jump into it <laughs> but brad brought it up like on his own he's like yeah you think we're gonna get booed next week i'm like yeah. oh yeah and it's gonna happen and like dylan already probably just because he's french and like yeah he had some like sketchy moves in the past like he races hard um and that's from the mxgp scene because he did it with hurlings over there too Mm -hmm. he's made like quite a few people not a big fan of him but he's always been respectful like the hill thing in paris because i saw a couple people cite that as like another pass infraction of his he didn't expect justin to turn down and like justin admitted that like i sat there and watched the whole thing happen it just it's what it is and uh he seems to be very understanding like i shouldn't celebrate when i do something wrong like he had right. his mechanic put the champagne right in the backpack and didn't even open it he's like right. we're not celebrating this let's just go yeah mm. yeah i mean it's it sucks to see the backlash he's getting because we know if that was in the 450 class and bam bam had made that same move oh on yeah someone, people, people be would freaking be freaking out be stoked it. about it yeah, yeah be like, oh this is awesome so yeah it sucks to see the comments and stuff but yeah, it's crazy race. I think the other thing too that made it worse was then the jet move, right? And that can kind of be can taken a couple different ways because first lap of 450 heat one, 
Tomac and Webb do pretty much the exact same thing in the same spot. Mm-hmm. And nobody thought that that was out of line. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, you just yeah. kind of got to see where it's at. And then think, like, Dylan's in his 20s, Judd's a teenager, so there's all mm-hmm. these people that always want to find, like, a new reasoning for why that's different. Yeah. Okay, so Dylan rode amazingly well. Mm-hmm. Got to the front. But, dude, what about Jet? Dude, it's amazing. I, I think, do you, okay, that crash that he had while he was out front, I've watched it several times on TV because, you know, when you're shooting photos, you don't see. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what happened. It looked like he hit a curb or something and went over the bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, was there, I mean, were you guys close enough to see if there was a weird rut they were avoiding uh, off that lip? Kind of because it was that, like, kind of flatter turn by the podium, mm-hmm. and so it didn't have, like, that big bank, and there were a couple lines guys were coming out of, but it just seems like he, like, pushed. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the front wheel was, like, locked up from the brake or something like that, like he was still had his finger on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It was weird, and he didn't, like, go flying, Mm-mm. and I was standing right there, so I, like, watch it happen and then, like, take photos of him jumping back on the bike. But it seemed like he was already kind of getting tired at that point, too. Yeah. Like, he was kind of slipping in, like, oh, man, this is really, really yeah. long. Even Come after on, man. That, My man can't some... be getting tired. He uh, trains with Johnny, Johnny O. o. <laughs> but you got to think, like, hell, he had led 16 laps of that thing. Yeah. Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he scared me a couple times after oh. when he rebounded. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it sucked that he actually ended up going down. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. What do you think? I think, uh, you know, he gets stuffed by Dylan. Dylan passes him. I think in the next to last corner, he could have punted Dylan. Oh, he, totally. he would have gone the, in harder. The yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he could have had it. So I wonder if he's thinking now, damn it, I should have punted him. Or is he taking the high road? I don't know. I think he's going to come back maybe a little more aggressive. I think, yeah, he just needed to figure out where he was because he didn't probably want to be, like, bullied too badly because there is kind of a target on that kid's back. Like, Mm -hmm. he's he's earned it. Like, you know, Saturday or Friday we were at press day and he's playing on that scooter behind the Geico (laughs) thing. I take a photo of it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. And then, you know, all of Geico Honda's there and and I'm like, you're going to, like, do this? Like, he's okay to do this because you just lost Sexton and – yeah, and they're like, "Oh, it's okay." And then he, you hear him like chipe up from the back, like, "It's okay, it's okay." The coolest rider in the pit area is here, so it's fine. And he's talking about himself, and I'm like, "Okay, like, he's <laughs> yeah. cool. He's a cool little kid." But like, dude, super quick learning curve on him too, mm-hmm. because Anaheim one was like, "Okay, St. Louis was great until he had that issue," and this like proved he's legit. Yeah, because yeah. he got a wake up call after being so fast at Loretta's last year and then struggling through those three nationals because that was way harder than he expected. Mm -hmm. Um, So he tries to get him back, Mm -hmm. messes up, goes over the bars, breaks his collarbone. (coughs) I felt so sorry for him when they showed him on TV and you can see he's crying in his helmet. I doubt it was from the pain. I think it's just more from the devastation of of losing Mm -hmm. his first win like that. You know, Mm -hmm. Because I walked over there like to see because he was down mm-hmm. a while yeah. so while everybody's like around dylan and they're trying to see like what does christian and everybody do i'm like well that's gonna get handled so i'll just go over here and see what's happening yeah and they had him up and everything and he was going but he was devastated mm-hmm. like covered his face and everything didn't like want everybody to see him but yeah it's got to be hard to be 16 years old and be like that close yeah, yeah. the weight of the world mm-hmm. i thought it was super cool um his older brother hunter posted mm-hmm. right after yeah, and this was right. like hey man you know i'm gutted for you we talk shit on each other but you're the faster brother for now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know i thought that was super cool 
they're doing a good job with him. Like, 16 years old, he's like cool kid and everything like that. That Tilly's deal that he has. Like, yep. Tilly's on his helmet, that's big. Tilly's had him on their story on Instagram the other day. Like, that's a cool way for this kid to get introduced into that next big mainstream thing because that's what we need. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Now, the donut thing. Do you think he copied that from Dahmer? I don't know. <laughs> him and Dahmer need to have a powwow. He's, yeah. he's the glazed guy, though. He's playing glazed. Isn't Dahmer, like, sprinkles on top guy? Mm-hmm. Dahmer likes the sprinkles, yeah. We need to... um find like the five best like donut shops in the area and have them do like a sample like a taste test against <laughs> yeah, each other now do you think good. it's a real thing like he really eats donuts or is it a is I, it a i don't know publicity he, got, thing? he got sick with chick-fil-a before anaheim won so who that's knows? true uh-huh. he told me that it was the uh spicy chicken deluxe yeah <laughs> that's what he normally gets did you see, see that's not the one that's fried right you get the deep fried one it just deep fries all the bad mm-hmm. juju out of there <laughs> So you got the healthy, like the broiled one. We'll just do like samples. We'll just like Costco samples. Just cut them up, little yeah. cupcake wrappers. <laughs> Even uh, I think it was today they were at the hospital, and uh, the Red Bull guys are filming with him there, mm-hmm. doing X-rays on his carbone and whatnot. And the nurse had brought him donuts out, so she must have been a fan. Oh my god! Yeah, it was on his story. So that's cool. Nice. <laughs> he made an impact. Yeah, for sure. He's yeah. he's big. Okay, but Christian Craig gets the whole shot. He got out front, and I'm like, yes. Let's like, go. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, mm-hmm. he looked awesome, but I, I think – do you think he got a little flustered with his younger teammate, passes him, and and gets him like that? I, I Christian just never did really that great in the whoops all day, and mm-hmm. half that track was whoops. Yeah. So, like, if he's missing that one thing and Jet's doing really well at it, it's not like he's going to catch him. Mm-hmm. But he had done a good job of keeping everybody else behind him because it's not like Ferrandis and Forkner were really pressuring him. They just came up on him really quick. And Ferrandis had already taken care of Forkner and blasted him off the track a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, to Forkner. Is he okay? Yeah, I think he's fine. He's Man. That's a, like, second big hit on his back, like, the same spot on his back, uh-huh. you know, because he did it at Anaheim 1 and hit it on that whoop. Right. Um, I think it's just frustrating, you know, because you're already sore. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a big one. Okay, so – Brandon Hart Raft mm-hmm. sneaks up in the third. Mm-hmm. One, yeah. You know, I mean, you could say he he got lucky because Christian got punted. Jet, you know, goes D- down. DNFs himself right at the finish, but hey, he you got to be in the right position at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and two weeks in a row, Hart Raft's on the podium. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty badass. Yeah. I like that guy, and he's like enjoying it. Like, he's pumped. The mm-hmm. first time, I think, he was like, oh, man, this is different. But he really, like, knew what to do, had all the podium stuff down last week or this yeah. weekend, so that was cool. Yeah, he grabbed me and said, hey, you need to come out to the test track every week before the race. Because <laughs> both weeks I was there filming. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of guys that are pumped for him, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of guys that he, you know, trains with. And everybody knows because he's kind of came from nothing. He didn't really have this big ride. Mm-hmm. He just showed really good speed at Cycle Trader for the last few years. Yeah. Dude, how huge is a guy, too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he makes <laughs> yeah, I've seen him on the mountain bike trails twice now, both times shooting photos, and it's like I instantly know it's him just because he's like yeah. a giant ball of muscle on this bicycle mm-hmm. going by. Did you see that Red Bull Moto Spy thing? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, dude, the shot of him on the cycle. And they have oh, him in, like, yeah. the Red Bull facility guys in L.A. Like, they see every top Red Bull athlete, and they're like, this kid's unreal. Yeah, it's mm. gnarly. Super fit, huh? Mm-hmm. So, uh... 250 class, any other 
talking points, you think? Amart like, was doing good, right? Amart was doing good. Impressive front flip in the whoops in his heat race. Yes. <laughs> Busted the um, Arai plastic cover on the top of his helmet, yeah, so the custom-painted helmet has now you know, got a scuff on it. Oh, no. So that's a bummer. Um, Mosman had an eventful night because yeah. like, he was quick, but then had that heat race issue, um, was second, and then went down. Fourth place is good. He's just had to iron out all those kinks, mm-hmm. and he'll be a like podium threat. He had a uh, back ice on his hand when I was doing How's Your Weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like the second week in a row, too, because I think he had it last week, too. Yeah. Um, Hayes is good. Like, low-key, Jacob yeah. Hayes is doing well. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't expect him to be the highest-ranked, like, Husky rider in the point standings, but he's just been steady all the way through. Yeah. Hoberson, um, like, picked it up. Alberson was like solid through that one, and I didn't expect that. What uh, what do you think? Uh, how long do you think it's going to take for McAdoo to come back? I, I bet he's down not. Me. Probably not before San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That poor guy. That sucks. Yeah. And your home race too. But you yeah. know what's crazy is he collapsed one lung completely and partially collapsed the other. And he went with, out. But without breaking any ribs, he said. Oh. And that's what's gnarly is because usually, like, when I collapse my lung, it's because you break a rib and the jagged edge pokes a hole in your mm-hmm. the, right. the pocket around it, right? Um, and it fills with fluid and that smashes the lung down. But he said he hit so hard and the bike hit him, it squished him so hard it deflated his lungs. What? It was a hard hit. Wow. Like, I saw it was – I just went up to the press box to watch that one practice session and he came around that end zone turn in St. Louis and, like, went to jump in and just – shorted it and just ended right into the ground and mm-hmm. then the bike tagged him and it was over and like he got up quick and got off the track but you could tell it's like it was over then yeah for jet do they just played it how many weeks like three Dude. two uh, he'll be back quick yeah you'd have to wonder how bad like the break is because like collarbone heals pretty quick yeah you know and he's not gonna rate like there's no need that he needs to race between now and san diego and they get all that time off before you need to do denver so, like, it must be pretty gnarly if they're going to plate it. Yeah. No, well, if you plate well, it, you're back faster. I mean, you can come back 10 days later. But, like, race. you know, like having that plate, though, and another thing you have to worry about, because Oldenburg has so many, fra- like, fractures of a collarbone with all those plates that his collarbone is weaker now because of how many times they've had to fix it. Mm, does he still have a plate in? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. yeah but how, how about Okay, how about Mitchell? Yeah. It's good. He's, it. He looked fast there. Yeah, he was, and he did good in St. Louis. Like, was good in that heat race, and then this one was really good this weekend too for a second place finish. Uh, Clout did well. Mitchell's yep. putting it together now, um, and then Clout's picking it up because kind of seems like they were a little overwhelmed at Anaheim one, and now everybody's like into the routine. Like, this is what you do. This is how the races go. These are what where we need to be at what times, and be adjusted to who you're racing with. Mm-hmm. I think for Oldenburg too. He missed a lot of time last year. Yeah. So he's really, like, ramping into it. The Aussie Supercrosses were nice as, like, a warm-up, but now he's into it now. Mm-hmm. So we got to hang out with uh, Mitchell at the the Renthal Fat Bar 36 party mm-hmm. after press day. So Renthal has come out with this new handlebar. Um, I guess you'd say the clamping area is 36 millimeters, which is far bigger than even the Fat Bar, which is a one and one eighth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of that bar, Anton? I, <laughs> you're the you're that super stealthy uh, spy that catches everything, and, and they snuck it by us. Parabinos did a good job covering yeah, it up because mm-hmm. you shot that bike. Yeah, yeah I shot, shot photos it and videos. They, did, they kept the old logo on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. the old yeah, logo. They sneaky. said they 
They said they had it uh, anodized to look like the, the existing Hanna bar. <laughs> and a different pad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good on them. And that's a <laughs> bit like, and hearing like what Paul said, that's a, like if you're a high-level racer, that's a lot of weight to save in a pretty inexpensive way compared to like tie and stuff like that. Yeah, I think he said it was the weight savings to uh, achieve the same amount of weight. Cost of savings cost. would like to be like $2,000 in titanium. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's pretty yeah. badass for a bar, right? right. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see how that thing feels. We're gonna I'm gonna get our our gnarly vet guy Jim Ka- or Kasky. Oh okay. On the bike <laughs> uh, to try him out. But hey, let's take a quick break to uh, hear from our sponsors and we come back. We'll talk about the four five O's. Out here on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off road, on road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world, period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Riders like Justin Cooper, Don Ferrandis, Eli Tomac, Adam Entingnap, Josh Hansen, and more partner with Works Chassis Lab for engine mounts and other special parts to add comfort to and enhance the handling characteristics of their bikes. With championships and race wins to prove it, Works Chassis Lab Parts provides the winning edge. Visit WorksChassisLab.com for more information. Hey, it's Will Hahn, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. Alright guys, we're back. We're going to talk about the 450 class on the second part of the 60 Helmets Kickstart podcast. So, um, after three races... Are you guys thinking that we're seeing how the 450 class is going to be for the rest of the year, or is it till, still like too small of a sample size of results? You know, it's funny because you and I both said the same thing to each other partway through the day at Anaheim, too. We're like, oh, I think Eli's going to pull his head on mm-hmm. his butt and win tonight. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what he did, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, it was heartbreaking for me to see Barsha struggle like that mm-hmm. and lose the points lead. Um you know, Eli not doing well at the first two was more surprising than him winning round three. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, Kenny, a second for Kenny was solid, you know, but I think uh, I was waiting for him to just come out and spank everybody again, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. from the confidence gain at St. Louis. Right. But uh, he said he was struggling with the whoops. Mm-hmm. The whoops were a big deal because, like, okay, we were standing in – Yamaha, like right before they start opening ceremonies and, you know, Barsh comes flying out and you're filming him. But, like, you notice how frantic he was. And I was talking to Longhorn. I'm like, hey, man, he was 18th in qualifying. Is everything all good? And he's like, no, the whoops are bad. Like, he's struggling in the whoops and then that's causing everything else to go wrong. Mm. So I think that was, like, the big thing. So for Barsh to get through with ninth is okay, especially because he had went, like, one, two through the first two rounds. But... Whoops are going to be a big thing. Like it's a huge whoop section this weekend in Phoenix. The one in mm-hmm. Texas is always big. Um, Oakland and San Diego are both going to have like multiple whoop sections. So like if there is an issue that they're having there, they need to get it figured out soon. Do you think yeah. it's so much an issue, or I, I, everybody said the whoops were super gnarly and like they they they, they, broke, they broke down, down. different? Yeah. 
So I think maybe if they keep him, like if if they're like nice, steady, solid, like big round whoops and everything, they should be fine. But Anaheim didn't break down like that again this year. Like yeah. it was that weird, rutted, like kind of outdoor race because then on Thursday night and a Friday morning, it soaked it again. Mm-hmm. So. So do you think that little storm we had is the reason the whoops were sketchy, mm-hmm. or do you think the dirt got smashed by the monster truck? <laughs> I th- well, I think that. Like, for real, because it was slick. Like, when even when you and I were there on Friday, I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. this thing is going to be a disaster tomorrow. But then, like, home plate into the whoops, so it's that flat corner. So then you're going to hit them, like, all messed up. So they didn't really have, like, a good drive, and then you get, like, like chirped out in the last few. And then to come back, I think that second section might have even been gnarlier, though, because that's, like, that's where Jet crashed, that's where Alex crashed, a couple other people went down. I think that second set was actually the trickier set, which was surprising because you had that big hairpin to bank off right. of earlier. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, you got to figure it out now. I think Glendale will be slick again in hard pack, mm-hmm. but it won't break down the way that Anaheim did. Yeah. I can't imagine how that affects a rider just because, like, when you're legitimately scared of a part on the track, they have to be thinking about that almost the entire lap they're going yeah. around. Oh, totally. So, I mean, and you're not yeah, gonna it's going to affect them everywhere, so... Because, like, at least at Milestone, when they had that, like, six-pack rhythm section, and yeah. I was on my 125, like, I'm not doing that. I just rode around it every <laughs> <Yeah>. lap. <laughs> Took the short line. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not getting broken off. <laughs> so, uh, it was a quiet ride for Cooper in third. Yeah. yeah. Um, made some dicey moves. Him and Anderson kind of banged bars a little bit. Him and mm-hmm. Tomac were pretty, um, I think, early on, were kind of going for it a bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was a good ride for Cooper, a big rebound after not a great St. Louis but he yeah. didn't seem sick or anything and how was your weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was nice. So I think uh I think we'll see Cooper win here pretty soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him. Now that he's healthy and he'll be able to ride during the week, I'm excited to see what he can do mm-hmm. the next couple rounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um that was I Baggett. Baggett yeah. could have changed the whole race. Oh, that was such he, a bummer. He got flung off he that bike. Only due to hit that curb yeah. the whole day. <laughs> Like what? Oh, yeah. Man. So uh, that was like a little man-made berm. Like a berm for them to like bank off stuff. So yeah, they did could he hit, hit it wrong or something? Yeah, I think he went to like cut, like he w- swung wide to go near the mechanics and then was going to cut straight, but then he like hit the front wheel and just went, boom, and dude, like slapped right it. Oh. Such a quick smack. Mm-hmm. Those are the gnarliest ones too. Yeah. Um, but the thing was like, so he gets back up, finishes 14th, and like looking at the lap times thing, the only person that posted a faster lap than him was Tomac. And so if that's the case, if Jeez. he passes Ken like he had just tried to and then makes a breakaway like Ken did in St. Louis, yeah. that whole race changes. Yeah. yeah. Could have checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see him because he won Phoenix last year, and then mm-hmm. now this is a triple crown. So does Blake have those quick, like, intensity races in him to make this even more interesting now too? Yeah. Ah, the triple crown. What do you think of that? Do you like it when they uh, throw mm. those in there? Yeah, because it's different because, like, the LCQ is a bloodbath. I love the LCQ. <laughs> like, I don't even shoot it. I just go, like, stand up in the stands and, like, super fan because yeah. it's only four spots and it's really, really good guys. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see who doesn't make it this time because, you know, those heat races have been lucky. But think about how many dudes are competitive and who's not making main events right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Oof. Yeah. It's going to be the brutal. First Texas? No, it's this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. so it's going to okay. be on. And, like, who has that intensity? Like, you got to do qualifying good. If yeah. you don't do qualifying good, then you're going to have a terrible gate pick. Oh, yeah. It's a long start. You don't want to get pinched off there. 
and then you only have like four or five minutes to pass mm-hmm. a shit ton of dudes. I'm, claim, I'm claiming Freezy's top five. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Overall, at the end of the night, yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's been good, and he didn't like Anaheim either track. said yeah. that they were too soft, and he was kind of bummed at himself for not doing well in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So hard pack track this weekend should favor him a lot. Hey, did he nice. quit doing his ritual on the starting line? I watched him. I didn't notice. What, yeah. what, what's this ritual? Oh. oh, you've never seen it? No. He's oh. like he he twists his handlebars to the steering lock. Oh <laughs> yes, I have mm-hmm. seen that. Yeah, like hard, and it's like <laughs> right before the gate drops. So dudes that are around him have always complained that it like throws them off. <laughs> but freezy starts are dialed. Yeah, and I think the thing that nobody realizes it's his body position because he sets upright. Mm. Oh really? So it's not like the sudden like yank. He's just like real steady out of the gate. What about yeah. Barsha's position where he like where he's pretty much back. just all the way? Chad's like that now too. His ass is like on the rear fender and his belly button's above the gas tank somehow. That's yeah. why they have all those cutouts <laughs> on his seat. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good one. I think that like this Saturday is going to be really, really sudden. Mm. Like to see what happens because guys are going to be going for it. Yeah. Um, AC, kind of a nah. kind yeah. of a blah night for him. Yeah. I'm just like waiting for that guy to get his first win and like just get on a tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like a crazy rookie just <laughs> fastest in qualifying again <coughs> mm-hmm. well not one time but in 93 how many rounds did it take from Roth to win two or three not many i don't know it was three i don't I, know <laughs> i think it took him like two or three rounds because i remember it I was think, early yeah i think it was a texas round i was at and he had gotten arm pump and then he won the next one mm. but, okay uh, so being somebody that like was there and the way that, like, yeah, Jeremy was good on Pro Circuit, like peak Honda and all that back then, like the bike is setting right there. Mm-hmm. Is there, like, similar things to Adam being as hyped up as MC was, or is Adam way more hyped than MC was? You're talking about in the premier class, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adam's, I think, more hyped than Jeremy was. Okay. Really? I'm not sure that anyone thought Jeremy was going to wax everyone the way he did. Yeah. I think, like, I mean, he had shown, like, it's there. You know what I mean? Because he had won. But I, I know what you're saying, though, like, he was up against heavy, heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Adam. Adam. I like is watching his I, GoPros. I just yeah, think his, his GoPros are nice. He's, I think because he's taller, mm-hmm. his, his camera angle is a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd let guys put it under their visor. I know. That was the, you guys invented that, right? He did. Yeah. How's either me or Taka? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, Taka. yeah. But it's it definitely a job thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do, double goggles, GoPro, <laughs> all of that. Yeah, um, but what were you gonna say about Adam? Uh, I don't, I just I I hope he makes it and doesn't get hurt. I mean, because yeah. you know I hate seeing that guy get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? But uh, he's gonna figure it out, dude, and he's gonna win a bunch in a row. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was fun watching him in qualifying because you saw him just cruise around the lap, let a bunch of guys by, and then last turn before the finish, Tomac passes, and you just see him latch on, and you could like. From the second section, you were like, oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. And just, boom, just knocked it out like nothing. He went from, like, 15th to second place like that, and then he knocked off the fastest on the last lap. It was mm-hmm. cool. The qualifying, like, the single lap qualifying thing has been unreal. Yeah. Because the cool thing about this weekend, too, like, him, Dylan, and Eli are the only guys in these certain, like, time frames. And everybody else, that mm-hmm. shows how big the gap is back to them. Mm-hmm. So then when one of those guys doesn't win, it makes you see how impressive it is and, like, how everything does have to go their way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because for one lap, they are way, way faster. Yeah. Um, so we got the Cowie guys, the Suzuki guys are hurting. Hurting. Um, yeah. Yamaha, Barsha, Plessinger. Plessinger. He was up there. Yeah. It looked good. Like, if you rewatch the main event, he started well, mm -hmm. and then he kind of got shuffled back a bit, and there were some, like, kind of... Plessinger, is, he tangled with Benny. Is that what happened? And yeah, they both and went down? They both went down, and <laughs> Benny says that his legs were in Plessinger's wheel and airbox, <laughs> and Plessinger's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, doing a burnout. Like, on just his trying leg. to go. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm sure you didn't know your legs were in there, and Benny's like, he knew. <laughs> <laughs> so All Benny's got to do is kick him. Yeah, I mean, he's long enough. Yeah, definitely. Did you see the photo I took of Benny's heel clicker over the finish line in practice? Shut up. Oh, he no did way. a heel clicker. It was badass because it's all legs. Oh, oh God. Man. I'm picturing like uh, Mrs. Mrs. Incredibles. Mm-hmm. I want to see him because he's like Oklahoma kid. I want to <laughs> see him do like a Shaolin bar hop like Bartram used to do with all those <laughs> legs. He could do it. Oh, my God. So if he's doing heel clickers, his back must be feeling better. Yeah. Started last week doing the heel clickers. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, what about his homie Bogle then, man? Justin uh, has been a curmudgeon lately. Yeah. He, uh, I was at the track with him Thursday, I think, and mm -hmm. he just, things aren't flowing for him, and he's, he can't figure it out, and he's just uh, struggling right now. I think he's in a, in a slump. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, for a guy like him, too, to have to go through all that last year, no, like, now I do have to produce. Like, mm -hmm. I have to show why I'm worthy of this ride. And then when him and Benny exchange passes, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I got that And they're picture. friendly. I got that picture of Benny smashing Justin. Yeah. Remember when we were walking out of the stadium, and we were walking with, with Justin, and I said, hey, who, you got in it, it was somebody. <laughs> I got a picture of you and somebody coming together, and he's like, it was Benny. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, when we were walking out, like, I haven't gotten to go to the truck really in these last few races just because like saturdays have been so busy and you've been acing the pits for those anaheim races so i'm like yeah don's got this um so it doesn't seem like there's anything like hanging over his head it's just like struggles mm -hmm. you know because he was like st louis was going to go well until he crashed in that heat race and then i think it was he was another one of those guys that got to the track this week and was like yeah this isn't going to be my day because mm -hmm. st louis could have turned that whole thing around yeah. yeah you know but i think this weekend was one of those times where you like you have that day where you show up and you're like, yep, today ain't going to be the day. Mm -hmm. And that's got to be hard as a racer, too, because, like, we go through it. Like, if you're like, like Saturday, you and I both were like, this track sucks to shoot photos for. Mm -hmm. So think about being a racer where you're like, well, I can't Photoshop out this. Like, I'm going to suck, and this is going to be really <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Man. I don't know. It was, what was it about the vibe at Anaheim, too? It already felt like round 10. It's just the same thing like, in St. Louis. There was relaxed. no one in the pits at... Like, mm -hmm. A1 was jam-packed. Mm -hmm. And then is it kind of like people are just bummed on how much it costs and would rather watch on TV, I think? Is it that much, though? Uh, I, I think nosebleeds are like 30 bucks or something. 30 bucks, but then 30, 20, 30 hours in parking. $30 was, in parking. $30 in parking this time. Oh, that's and right. everybody pays because we watched MC pay at Anaheim 1. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you charge the king of Supercross? It's Jeremy's house. Chad yeah. said it on the podium. Yeah. <laughs> Still um, had to pay thirty bucks. Still had to pay thirty bucks. Um, he should have got a discount because he was in a Prius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's just weird. I I almost kind of think we're like really saturated right now in moto, mm -hmm. like because everything just happens so fast, so fast, so fast. Yeah. 
I don't know. Let's hope that Phoenix is a, a larger crowd, yeah? Because it was a good crowd in the in the stands. Like, when I looked up, I saw a lot of people. I mean, I heard the, I heard the crowd on the podium. Yeah, I mean, you heard them. <laughs> sounded like they were a lot. But. <laughs> I didn't know what that sound. I mean, it was so loud. I didn't know it was booze. Like, it, because it, there's the, tr- the tractor, the dozer was behind us going. <laughs> and so I thought, man, that something's wrong with the motor on that, <laughs> that bulldozer. It's blowing up. And then I'm like, wait, that's people booing. Dude, you could feel it. Yeah. Like, uh, you could, it, like, the whole area just like, oh. Yeah. Even on TV, like, it was the weirdest thing how they show, they show Ferrandis go up to the podium right away, of course. But there was, like, no one there. There was, like, two media guys and mm-hmm. then Will and a couple other star guys. But it just seemed empty. Like, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. Strange. Well, and then, like, he goes up, and then they do the interview, and, like, he starts hearing the boos because then they show him on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only way that anybody figures out, like, it's time to boo him. Yeah. And then you can tell it, like, takes him a second. And mm-hmm. then the same thing for Justin because then he gets on the big screen like Dylan is again, mm-hmm. and Justin's being interviewed, and he, like, pauses to see what's happening and then realizes, like, oh, it's not me. Keep going. It's <laughs> <laughs> not me. Cooper yeah. thought they were going to boo him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. But, like, for Dylan, like, good on him to, like, hold his composure up because, dude, imagine a whole stadium just like oh yeah. jeering at you like, yeah hey. i don't know what i would have done yeah he apologized enough yeah, <laughs> yeah. he apologized yeah repeatedly so he makes it clear that it wasn't you know meant to be that way christian's good right it was just mm-hmm. the bike yeah he says he's good back okay. man you watch that video and he's like so lucky he didn't blow out his knees or something Dude, well and mm-hmm. that's what i thought immediately because if you look the first two steps he hops like limps hops mm-hmm. and i was like oh no but Okay. That was such a weird dynamic. Like, even as we drove home that night, I was like, God, you could not make this situation any more, like, messed up and complex because (laughs) it's Dylan, who's French, but then trains with DV, who used to be Christian's trainer, and then Christian's brother Jeremy works for Star, and then Will used to work at Geico, and Myshat came down and, like, kind of got into it with him for a minute, and then, like, that's this whole situation. You're just like, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, when I was, uh, I was, I got... I got, it's funny because if you watch our How Was Your Weekend with Dylan, mm-hmm. like I think he was trying to avoid doing it, right? He mm-hmm. tried to avoid Dirt Shark and Ash did not let him. And then like <laughs> once that happened, it was on. Yeah. So I was like, hey, hey let's, let's do this before you go to the press conference. And he goes, oh, let's do it in the press conference or whatever because <laughs> I don't know how to get there. Show me. And I go, oh, I'm not going to the press conference. Let's do it now. And he, he was super cool and he mm-hmm. did it. But I, I felt bad for him. He was like nervous mm-hmm. on camera, I think. And mm-hmm. just. But uh, you know, he he was what he said was good mm-hmm. on Howard's weekend. He said he apologized and he said he hopes Christian's okay. And uh, he said that he told him. I think he said in it that he went with his wife and they apologized right after the race. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, but, man. And like what his chick said today on Instagram was yeah. like, and Button too, like Jimmy Button, who's his agent, and you know got Dylan here. Mm-hmm. you know, from Cali and Europe to now, all these things, like, you have to realize, like, this guy has done this his whole life. Like, he's going for the win, and he's raced this way forever. Mm-hmm. And, like, he does take this shit personally. Yeah. You know? I don't think he means to be that way because, dude, nobody wants to be JMB 2.0 and then just pretty much get run out of the country. Yeah. But at the same – do you think he's just a little flustered having these all this competition this year so far? Like, I don't think he went into this season thinking that – he was going to be challenged this much. No, and it's like St. Louis was his first real big, like, oh, shit moment in a yeah. year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, 
Anaheim won, was decent. Mm-hmm. St. Louis was completely out of his control, so he can't really do that. Yeah. And he's always known starts aren't good. So he just is in this position all the time of coming back from a bad start and then like kind of getting into it with guys. Mm-hmm. And the people he has to race against are hard-nosed racers. You know, like Hartraft is going to run you. Mm-hmm. Um, Amart's going to run you pretty good too. Christian will now. Jet will. No, and then no. Cooper, your own teammate, and Forkner are going to do it too. Mm-hmm. It's like he kind of has to race that way. It's just finding out like almost how he rides would be totally acceptable in the 450 class. Like yeah. look at Osborne and Cincerillo, but because <laughs> it's the 250 class, everybody thinks it's not it's as bad. so weird, yeah. You know what though? <laughs> Motocross in the 90s was so aggro with Chicken and Dude, Big punching Bird. each other. And yeah. That was fun. That was fun to be in the sport that time, mm-hmm. you know, but reporting you guys, on everything. You guys didn't have social media. So, like, yeah, but they saw each other at the lake. Trash talk. They saw each other at the lake. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. no, but fans couldn't pitch in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether they I do think now. it's just the fans. You know? I, the I, fans I, make it. And, like, glad the fans watch. But, like, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. don't take it that fucking personal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, so after I got Frandis for How Was Your Weekend, I was kind of around the star pits, and <laughs> Jeremy Coker is there, you know, Christian's brother, mm-hmm. and I'm like, is Christian okay? And he looks at me, he goes, I hope so, I don't know, I, I, I haven't gone over there. <laughs> like, he was even scared <laughs> to go over and check it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, that's a crazy dynamic there. Yeah, huh? and I mean, that's what makes this shit so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, as we see all this stuff happen and everybody like immediately like figured it out and now we're here Monday and it's pretty much boiled over. And I think like, we'll figure out on Saturday night. I don't think you'll ever see anything happen between those two, mm-hmm. but fans will say something, you know, whatever, like fans will be in support of Christian. People won't be very supportive of Dylan and it is what it is, mm-hmm. but I don't see Dylan being like, I don't see Christian being a guy that's going to go out for like wild, wild west justice. No. Because, yeah. like, he's a guy that's already had so much stuff of his career at risk that you're not going to go dirty somebody else. Yeah. You know, I think Christian's going into uh, Phoenix knowing that he can lead mm-hmm. and knowing that he can win in that stadium. Because mm-hmm. he, mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because I told him, I texted him, yeah, early on. I think right after and I won, I was like, hey, dude, lightning can strike twice. And he's all, fuck that. I'm going to win before then. So he's in the right frame of mind, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Low-key surprised, like, how well he's doing. I am a little bit too, honestly. Like, I, I think so. I think it's fair to say, like, a little bit of a surprise because he's always been good, but there's always been something that's happened. And, like, yeah. unfortunately, this is one of those things that has happened, but he's shown, like, hey, I'm still here, and he's mm-hmm. not injured, which is the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah, I almost feel guilty because, like, I'm watching him in preseason – at the tracks, like, man, he's flying. And I almost was just like, I wonder how much faster these other guys are going. But he's right there. I wouldn't even say it's like him not being on the pace of other guys. It's just like circumstances out of his control that happen. And yeah. then everything goes awry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he hasn't had that. And I think that's been the most surprising thing because you're like, finally, we see what he can do. Mm-hmm. And at a really, really late stage in his career, which is rad. Yeah. yeah. No, I... I I'm not surprised he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, he, I just wish he could have some a race without a, without incident. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Yeah, without incident. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm claiming uh, Christian podium this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see him pull it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Where does he stand in all the, the nerdy uh, rankings and. 
on the power rankings? <laughs> no, not the, or the, not the power, power rankings. rankings. <laughs> the thing that Mathis does, the fantasy. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I can't do fantasy. Yeah, I don't know. I have a team, and I haven't set the line like in <laughs> any of the three weeks. Yeah. My fantasies don't involve dirt bikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, okay. Uh, anything else? No. Hey, you went to futures yeah, the next I was day. Say futures. It was kind of psycho. Tuvity C is the yeah. Sh- Open C is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm not even knocking those kids because I didn't see the qualifiers, so I don't know. But um, that was the race of the weekend yeah. because like the dude that was leading led for a while and then he cased the jump in like the right field like uh-huh. going into that area where um right by the tunnel okay and then went over the bars oh. the guy that ultimately got second like made a mookie style pass through the whoops and almost nice. took the lead and that was badass and then the guy that ended up winning came from like outside the top five <laughs> and then every dude is bogle because they just throw leg swag over every jump really bitching heck yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was it was cool um different this year, I think they've fi- like kind of gotten closer to figuring out where the balance is between like, hey, this is too easy, but this is too hard. Yeah, like, we need a test for the A class kids, mm-hmm. but we don't need it to be too hard for all the like C and B and the vet riders and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good turnout. It's cool to see, just like it is for our race series. Like so many people turn out and want to spend their day at the track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our homie uh, Jared Hicks of Backyard Design. <laughs> he he went out and won the twenty five plus class. He did. <laughs> but Former it pro. does it does not make sense to me why there's a twenty five, thirty, and forty class, right? Because it's yeah. supercross futures, not yes, supercross. Yes, but there's the futures past. class. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess. So they've just made it's just a whole. It's just you just got to treat it like a race series now. Yeah. Because there's but, the futures class, but <laughs> eh. yeah. But anyway, he said he got there at four in the morning. <laughs> And he said he pulled out at 9 p.m. Yeah, I bet. Oh, that is gosh. everything. That 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 the long race day like that. That is exactly why we started the Swap Motor Race Series, formerly yeah. Trans World Race Series. It's like yeah. to take out the long drag on days. That I think I've gone to bed at four in the morning. Woke up, gone to the Swap Motor Race Series, taken photos of every single race, and then finished the race report before nine o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. How, okay, so you stayed and watched the start of the mains because you saw the 250 main. Mm-hmm. I, so I got there. I didn't go early because I had like real job like work to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then went and it was like they were getting ready to start the LCQs and then they were going to do like a track maintenance break. So I'm like, I don't need to like sit here. So I went ate and got some work done and like talked and then came back and like started watching just in time for the main event. So I mm-hmm. caught the very first one, which was like a super mini class watch that and then watch like all the way through like the important classes and like no offense to like the vet class guys but like we have shit to do yeah so i came home so did you see the futures race yeah who won that uh styles styles oh, nice. are nice. Let, me, let me double check because there are so many of those kids that run those yeah. same races like back to back to back yeah styles was good uh dylan schwartz was solid nice um star racing guys didn't have the greatest day romano went down uh fry and leblanc both like struggled with like so-so starts mm-hmm. um but yeah, and Jet Reynolds did well. So mm. like all the major heavy hitter guys were there, but Schwartz and Styles like Robertson. That was a good yeah. good battle. Oh man, every time I've been to the Troy Lee team uh, Supercross track, Styles has been there just hammering, just models. hammering. Mm-hmm. You know, he's uh, so he's testing and training and practicing on a real mm-hmm. like pro Supercross track. So he's going to get to the futures things, and it's going to be, be cake. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to feel like the vet track, right? Yeah, yeah. 
He's a he's he's a rat kid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was completely unfazed when I asked him how Stacy was. His, his pop mom. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Oh, she's good. Stacy's good." And I looked at. I go, "You're you're just totally unfazed by that." And he said something like. Maybe it's his mechanic or something that says the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so, yeah. So he's used to it. <laughs> we were, uh, I was talking to Brad from Star about, like, just, like, the, the talent over there. And he's like, hey, it's legit. Like, these kids are good, you know, and they have to figure out, like, how they're going to test them. And, uh, like, Judd is unreal. Like, now to mm-hmm. see him on a big bike and, like, transition has been pretty impressive. And <laughs> it'll be cool to see him on a big track mm-hmm. because they were talking about they had went to his place up in Bakersfield and Jet was riding, and he's like, yeah, he was going faster than a super mini, like, is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So, like, arguably, you could say that he's, like, the fastest mini kid ever. Yeah. yeah. And that's unreal. So yeah. to see him come into, like, the 250 class and see how this goes will be interesting because there's not as much hype around him as there was, like, an Adam or, like, an Alessi or one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good that it sucked to see that he got hurt right away. I think third day on the 250, I was with him, and he broke his ankle again. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I almost think it's good that he got that out of the way, his first injury in the big bike, because now that national, amateur nationals and stuff are coming up, mm-hmm. it's going to be exciting to see what he does. And then you're kind of fresh for it. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, um, well, hey, man, we got a long week of uh, busy, busy work, and mm-hmm. it's nice to have you in California. I love being <laughs> here with you guys. It's so fun. <laughs> so, uh I think you leave for Phoenix on Friday, Thursday or Friday? Friday morning. Friday morning. So, uh yeah, this uh, weekend at the Triple Crown, Phoenix Supercross is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, look forward to uh, getting together for this podcast on Monday. Sounds good. Yep. All right, so thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, do us a favor. If you're listening to us strictly off of a podcast server, help our cause. Go visit SwapMotoLive.com, which is the sweetest motocross website in the sport. It's so awesome. And uh, tell a friend. So thanks for listening. In 2013, 6D Helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 6D ATR2 and ATR2U are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 60helmets.com for more info.